0: Hey everybody, I hope you're hanging in there. This is The Heart of the Matter with Pastor Matt, Episode 3. Looking back so that we can look forward with hope. We're going to have students from the past sharing some of their stories, as well as some current students, all so that we can have hope for the future. Check it out, guys. And now...
1: Part of the Matter with Master Pat, the podcast with the world's most
2: recognizable laugh track.
0: All right, guys. So this last week, we got the news that we're going to be under a lockdown for at least the next month till about April 30th here in Illinois. And our president really set that recommendation for the rest of the country. And in some ways, I feel like, you know, there's just a little bit of a new depression has set in amongst everybody because we know this is going to be going on for a while longer and uh, through Easter. And not that, that, you know, one thing that's been kind of neat is feel like adjusting to the digital age in the church has really been pretty wonderful to watch. I mean, things are coming along, ministry still being done, and it's been really fun to see everyone adapt to the situation that we're in. So that's not my main concern, but just being isolated from other people, having the economy shut down, all those kind of things, I think are lending themselves to people struggling a little bit. And um, one of the things that we did just this last Wednesday, I, I preached on David and uh, in 1 Samuel 13, we see him just go through an amazing circumstance. He's running from King Saul and he runs straight out of Israel territory into Gath. And he is noticed by people there who recognize who he is and he's captured. And he's brought before the King of Gath. And to escape, he acts like he's crazy he starts drooling all over himself he scratches at the door and uh the king of gath is like come on guys i got enough crazy people around here can we get rid of this guy and he's let go straight out of the hands of his enemy and it's a pretty it's a pretty just wonderfully weird story but then beyond that in psalm 34 We have David who really contemplates what just happened. Um, He remembers what the Lord did for him. He looks back onto that situation and just shares with us what the Lord did for him. And guys, you know, I think it's important in times like this to do a little bit of that looking back so that you can look forward. You know, in ministry, I know when I get discouraged, the things that really encourage me are to look back and to actually think of real people who I know have been impacted by the ministry that I serve in, the ministry that my wife and I serve in. And my my wife's such a great reminder of this. Whenever I'm struggling, she says, think of this person, think of this person And, you know, that's, those are the things that keep me going, not the big events, not the numbers of people that have been influenced or not, not, that's not the thing that encourages me It's individual people. And so what I'm doing in this episode is we're just interviewing a bunch of people from different timelines of the ministry that I've served in all the way back from the very beginning to the present day. And it's kind of fun just to talk to people who, some of which I have not spoken with in years. And so it's pretty neat to do that. So I'm asking them, you know, one of the questions is, is what, you know, what fun memory do you have? What, what happened? What's one thing that happened when you were involved in our ministry that you uh, really, you know, remember as, as a warm, fun thing. And they share those things. And, And then they talk about the future and what gives them hope for the future. And to me, I think it's important to look back so that we can look forward. There's a lot of good things coming out of this time and we want to focus on those things. But it's also good to look back because that's really, you know, that's what gives us hope is we know that the Lord has worked in our lives before and we know he is doing it now and we know he is going to do it. Again, Amen. So um, in this very interview that I have for you here today, it's Chris Folkstead. Now, Chris was in the very first youth ministry I served in as a youth pastor, and uh, I was only probably about five or six years older than him at the time. And um, But you know what? We struck it off in a big way, and actually Chris became a youth pastor, was a real heavy hitter in youth ministry for about 15 years, and is now transitioning into um, being a senior pastor. Uh, but he was gracious enough to come on the uh, podcast and talk for a while. So guys, uh, here is my old buddy, Chris Folkstead. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> what are some of your memories from just being growing up in in youth group? Especially, I know I, I think I was there your last two years of high school, so in Wadena, Minnesota. But yeah,
3: I loved it. You know, I, I loved. Uh, I my family was a you know pretty uh, big part of the church, and that, that was a big part of who we were. And so, if we if there was gonna be something going on, we were gonna be there. And I remember uh, as a little kid, always looking forward to being in youth group. My parents were youth sponsors, and were yeah. um, helping to run the youth group and I always wanted to get there and then we got a youth pastor and then I was really excited to get there for that and I was able to do some of my middle school years with a youth pastor and I thought that was amazing
0: mm-hmm. and then
3: I heard that he was leaving and I'm like oh no now what you know and mm-hmm. I, I remember just I remember actually writing him a letter anonymously <laughs> and telling him that it was a horrible thing for him to leave <laughs> yeah, like, that was stupid of him to do and it was selfish and yeah. all these things and like um and as a pastor now, I love anonymous letters, so <laughs> i I'm, I'm even more embarrassed now but i was I remember thinking yeah. this is never going to be good anymore like you yeah. is done it's over right. and then uh we hired this new youth pastor, which was you, yeah, and I was like, this is amazing, he's like a college student basically yep and <laughs> it was awesome, and like we hung out and did like everything like i remember like we would just go do stuff and like yeah uh, you would you would uh Call up and say hey i'm going to do this you want to come with and yeah, we're like, yeah let's go and um so like immediately i remember just like hanging out
0: yeah and, yeah
3: uh, almost feeling like um uh, you know like you know that there was this guy that i could hang out with and i remember after like a you know, several months right uh i remember thinking back to that letter that i wrote to the previous youth pastor and i was like oh man
0: this guy's way better than that one awesome. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> yeah so that's my first uh, memory of you
3: and uh but uh but just hanging out i remember i mean we did so many fun things there was always things going on with youth group and you know we had our own building you know in the downtown not not at the church and mean, just that in itself was kind of cool it was down in the basement of a dentist yeah it's kind of a freaky old dive of a place it It was was. super fun to be able to to do whatever we wanted down there Mm. and uh uh, I remember always looking forward to um you know to youth group or the other events that we would do, whether it be after football games or just hanging out and uh, lots of lots of fun um events
0: yeah yeah, and um you know one of the things that we we're we were just talking about it i um I still have a picture of you myself and um gosh who was who kip Kip, kip. Yeah. yes uh we were walking and we were pretending to be in a band called buckman 11 there was a sign on the road that we saw and uh, we liked it we named our band after it and um i still have that picture in my office and it is it is an epic looking picture i have to say it is very nice (laughs) but uh that was one of that was a great you know great memory just pretending to be in a band and messing around and um I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, I literally was barely. I feel like, um, I, you know, I I remember those early years, and I'm like, I I'm barely older than these guys. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> it's Like I'm only, like literally, like I was probably like five or six years older than you is also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was like, oh man, I don't know, but but it was fun and uh yeah and i and of course you were one of my main kids your your little brother kevy was so great i remember him driving his lawnmower over all over town and he would call me and let me know like all the things that were happening in the town like <laughs> like when somebody ran through the railroad crossing uh arms and broke them off and like i knew about it the instant it happened cuz of kevin <laughs>
3: He, he actually had a shortwave radio antenna
0: yes. attached to
3: the side of our house. Yes.
0: His, yes. his
3: handle was radar. No, n- not, not radar,
0: buckwheat. Buckwheat? That was, was buckwheat his handle for his ham radio thing?
3: Yeah. I yeah. remember one day, actually, there was a knock on the door, and, and radar was at the door wanting to see buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. My parents said no. <laughs> That is great.
0: Well, Chris, you've become uh well, I mean, you had a lot of great years in ministry and things like that. I mean, uh what what was like was there anything at all you took from your years growing up that you used or you didn't use uh when you became a youth pastor?
3: Well, you know, I when I was first deciding what I wanted to do in ministry, and actually you were one of the people who helped, you know, to speak into my life and to say, "Hey, you could do this." You know, you could, you know, be a, a, a youth pastor. And I remember having some of those conversations about it. You know, I think God's leading me in this direction. And, you know, uh, you were able to kind of help give me a little bit of clarity on that. And, yeah, uh, which was, you know, super helpful for me. But honestly, at that point, like, I thought, this is fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we get to hang out, we do all these events, we do all this stuff. And that's really what the initial thing that, like, pushed me into wanting to do student ministry. And then, um, in college, I had a professor who was able to challenge me a bit and, and challenge us, not just me, but to say, you know, it is fun, but there's a there's meaning behind what's Absolutely, happening. Yeah. And, you know, to be able to think, um, to look back and to see what our former youth pastor, uh, Mike, as well as you, um, had in, the influence that you had on my life in, in forming some of those spiritual um, foundation, that spiritual foundation that I um, had grown to. Ex- to, to see in my life um, I realized that I had the opportunity to do that same thing in other students in other kids lives and mm-hmm. um, that became you know a little more of the, the thrust and the push to yeah I want to do this I want to I want to continue to speak in other people's lives and give them some of the experiences and some of the the, the things that I was able to have spiritual um, spiritually significant moments in my life uh, I wanted to be able to help other kids walk through those things as well
0: yeah that's awesome man and so looking back is really fun but um with all this craziness that we're going through now and i know your role has changed a little bit you're not working with students quite as much now but um but but uh i know that you still have oversight over that and you're a senior pastor at your church now Mm -hmm. um but what is what gives you hope for the future like as we're in this wild time where it seems like, you know, everybody's afraid of getting sick, and, of course, the economic fallout's going to be just massive from this whole thing. Um, what what gives you hope for the future as you're leading your congregation and your church forward?
3: Well, honestly, one of the things that gives me hope for the future is teenagers. And, you know, yeah. uh, though my, my role has changed, I'm still connected with, with, you know, many of our teenagers in our in our church, and I've seen... Mm-hmm. Their response to some of those things that are happening, and you know, some of the some of the very first things that they're doing is they're coming back to their faith, you know, and mm-hmm. and and coming back to those core values that they have as a as a person and as a follower of Jesus. And I wow. I see that happening even more so than in in some of their parents, you know, and yeah, obviously the stresses are different on parents and adults than they are on teenagers, you know, coming into something like this. But you know, I've seen that, and even in the Um, just a month or so ago in our, in our uh, local school, we had two of our athletes were killed in a car accident on the way to school. And to see our our teenagers that were in a a part of our group, you know, um, praying for one another, ministering to one another, caring for one another. um, It was one of those moments where you look back and you think, you know, like there is hope for uh, this next generation. There's hope for, the future, because of some of these, you know, solid, uh, biblically founded, biblically based uh, teenagers who are making their way through middle school, high school, and into uh, young adulthood, um, that I think really are going to be a, a great catalyst and a great uh, influence, a great influences in these this next generation, and, and even in just in the near future. Um, yeah, I, I've been encouraged by that.
0: Wow, well thanks Chris. I I think you're right about that and um I'm I'm seeing some of that myself for sure and uh I'm looking forward to that. And I do think you're right. I think there's something about those teenage years where these kids are they sometimes they actually do even come back to the core of their beliefs and what really matters almost quicker than their parents sometimes and like you said it's different, but it but it is it's fun to be in this in this line of work and see that happening all around it and I'm seeing it too. Well, Chris, I really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy and uh, I appreciate you just chatting with me for a minute and kind of looking back at some of the fun memories, but also looking forward to the hope that we have through Jesus working in the lives of our students. And um, that's that's what makes me excited. I know that's still what gets you excited. And uh, and um, just thanks for chatting with me. I really appreciate it, man. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Thanks, man. Talk to you later. Well, that was Chris Folkstead, and as you can hear from the interview, I was, I was really spoiled in having a student like that and actually many others that were just such high-caliber kids in that little tiny town up in Minnesota. Man, that was a fun time. I really, really enjoyed those years and um, made some great relationships along the way. Well, after about four and a half years in Wadena, Minnesota, we ended up moving to Illinois uh, over to Oswego, Illinois, Harvest uh, Baptist Church at the time. Now it's Harvest New Beginnings, uh, because I'm still at the exact same place. And one of the students early on in those years uh, that I connected with really well, was name was Andrew Swed. And he is actually stationed in the Army right now as a chaplain's assistant In Kuwait, and we had a great conversation. Unfortunately, I could not record it, uh, but it was really encouraging to me talking with him again, um, just seeing what the Lord is doing in his life, using him as a chaplain's assistant in Kuwait, but also just with his family back in Columbus, Georgia. He's a police officer there. And uh, he's got a reputation as one of the kindest uh, police officers on the force there. And I believe that's because he knows Jesus. Well, another student early on in the uh, ministry here in at Harvest uh, was uh, Catherine Pickett, or or Cat, as she is called. Um, she uh, was a student very early on in the ministry and um, was always a real sweetheart and is really really encouraging to see how she's doing today she actually married a youth pastor has three kids a career and uh, here's a really encouraging conversation that I had with her hey there guys this is the heart of the matter with Master Pat and I'm here with Kat Newman Kat was a student in our ministry oh man 10 years ago is that right? More Kat? than, that. More than t- like 2003, 2000. Oh my goodness. I'm Long old. time ago, more than 10 <laughs> years ago. See, I'm getting to the age where it all bleeds together. So, yes. um, but <laughs> so, but yeah, like, yeah, like lots of years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she is now a mom of three, a youth pastor's wife. And, uh, are you a nurse or what is exactly your occupation? kit?
4: So I'm a group home residential supervisor, so I have kind of the equivalent of a CNA inside our group homes, and I supervise two different group homes with people with intellectual and physical disabilities, doing direct care with them, helping them get ready for their day, making sure the schedule is full of staff and stuff like that.
0: Wow, so you are a busy lady, Uh, (laughs) no doubt, (laughs) ministry, kids, a career, uh, it's a lot going on, but she graciously agreed to um, just kind of share some of her memories as she was in our in our youth group many years ago uh actually when I first came to harvest um I'll, you know back boy in two thousand three, you said you were there. Yeah. And I came in 2002, the end of 2002. So you really were there right at the beginning. So
4: I remember you getting interviewed, actually. I remember you standing up at the front with your family. And Are you, you serious? Oh, wow. hands, Yep. Your arms. yep. <laughs>
0: little oh, wow. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that feels like a lifetime ago, but that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. What were some of your uh, memories? You know, what are some good things that you do remember?
4: Uh, My favorite thing about youth group back then, and I'm sure it's the same now, is just how crazy you were. You just made it so fun. You know, you really brought me out of my shell. I was like a shy little freshman in high school, and I was not sure what to expect. I didn't know a lot of the kids, and we were heading on our way to a youth conference, and you and I had really just met. And you threatened that if I fell asleep on the bus, you're going to put makeup on. And I yeah. tried to call your bluff, so I I started to fall asleep. And I woke up to this gentle sensation on my face, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, he did <laughs> So <laughs> to, to retaliate, I dumped a little bit of water in my bottle cap, and I shoved it on your head. And you're like, "What?" So it was like this great war that that was kind of at the beginning of our. That's, relationship.
0: that's awesome yeah i usually don't let things like that go so yeah
4: i mean me neither it's a challenge
0: accepted i love it i love it yeah. i love and so um what are some how are you kind of processing this whole thing now that we're going through i know that there's definitely some real challenges to you but How are you guys dealing with this, especially spiritually speaking, as you guys are, I know your husband's a youth pastor and you guys are struggling through some things as well. Yeah.
4: You know, it's so easy to be afraid in times like these, like afraid for yourself, afraid for your loved ones and what just kept reverberating in my head was I will not be afraid because God has not given us a spirit of fear. So every time my body started to go down that path and I started to like, you know, get the racing heart and just worrying about people in my life, I would just be like, I will not be afraid. God, you have not given us fear. You have given us strength and you will protect us and nothing can happen to us outside of his will. And so I really like have been relying on my faith heavily with this. And You know, I'm not going to lie, there's still a a pretty deep undercurrent of stress, just because there's a lot more for me to do in my healthcare field. My husband is stressed out because of all the cancellations for his youth group, and, you know, our Mm. kids are feeling that, too. They're getting more whiny, which just, you know, makes everything go downhill real fast when you're trying to, like, deal with your own emotions, and then that of your kids just all being hyped. so... know we're really trying to just express our faith in god to our kids keep that bedrock whenever we talk to our kids about it we're like you know we got it. we can't do this because of the coronavirus but we're not afraid god will protect us and we're just going to pray for safety and we're going to stay home to keep other people safe too
0: yeah yeah that sounds good and what about the future you know um i i do see some positives coming out of this hopefully and maybe you do too i'm what are some things that you're looking forward to when this is all done or or things that you see as possible good things that could come out of this as well?
4: You know, I've really enjoyed seeing some of the videos online, you know, for every scary video There's one of the Italians on their balconies singing together Yeah, and, you know, of like some good news by John Krasinski from the office There's just some really fun <laughs> I love that guy So there's just some really good bonding together of people And like, you know, I went for a run around the lake the other day and literally everyone waves me and that never happens You know, in the city yes. everyone's like, don't yes. look at me, don't talk to me And we're all so lonely right now Like, hi, hi how are
0: you? <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I have experienced away. the same thing Yeah, like I go through a drive through window and i when and if the person is nice i'm like oh you're so nice i just want to give you money and stay and talk <laughs> i know i know so, <laughs> i just so. like starved
4: and you know it's good too i feel like yeah. our culture is so busy so nonstop that for me one of the biggest reliefs was to cross things off my calendar because i had to buy a bigger calendar this year I had so many things that wouldn't fit in my smaller one. Yeah. So I had to get like a huge one. And I just kept crossing more and more things off, like more medical appointments for residents that, you know, they're not essential. So we're not going to do those right now cross off meetings. And I think that's just really good for our busy, busy culture to find rest. Like I've actually been bored for the first time in like five years. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing because God calls us to rest. You know, he designed the Sabbath rest. And I was always struggling with that like, God, I feel like I can't rest because I have a 24-7 job. I don't really feel like I get a Sabbath, but now I feel like, you know, we have to stay home. We can't go to all the fun things or the busy things. We have to just sit and rest. So go outside for walks.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think that rest has been good for a lot of the teenagers I work with, actually. As much as they probably say they don't like it, I think there's been some real good benefits with them having time to actually get in the Bible and do some different Mm -hmm. things and hopefully it'll be a time of growth for them as well. So, well, thank yeah. you thank you Kat. I appreciate your time and uh you calling in. I sure appreciate it. And yes. I'll be praying for you and your and and your family and your husband's ministry yeah. and your job. It just sounds like you got your hands full, but it's good though. And mm-hmm. uh we'll see what God does. Well, thanks so much Kat. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Bye. Well, that was Kat Newman and she was quite a sweetheart. And My wife actually just reminded me that She um, was one of our main babysitters, actually, when we first moved here, and she had driven her back and forth between our house and theirs many times, and it's just kind of neat to think about that. Next up is Brant Cole, and not only was Brant one of my interns here at Harvest, but um, he asked me to pastor his wedding, and that was a really cool experience. He married Christine, who was Ken Riley's daughter and so I got to do that uh, wedding actually up at Lake Ann camp and it was pretty neat but Brant's a very successful uh, youth pastor up in northern Michigan and he called in with this conversation. Hey man well um, you know we're asking people what some of their favorite memories were um, from you know their time when they were involved in our ministry here and uh, what what do you think? What as looking back as one of our interns, and you spent I know a couple years here. Uh, what was one of your favorite memories that you can think of?
1: Oh man, I will. Like I, said, I will never forget this moment. And I think this moment for me, I had a different perspective on it than you did, which was really interesting. Um, we were doing an outreach event called Mess Fest. Do you do you guys still do Mess Fest?
0: we do we've done it every okay. year actually yeah <laughs>
1: yeah so we were we were doing mess fest and this was uh this particular year we were building uh we had kind of planned on having an outdoor concert and we were building a stage for kyle yamanaka and uh and his band to play on i think we were walls fell down at the time and uh and and we were working all week on this you know lots of fun crazy games and we're putting sweat into this and, like, really working hard at it, uh, trying to make this an awesome outreach event for students to come to. And and then the day comes, and I will never forget this. The day comes and it's getting closer to the event, and all of a sudden we see storm clouds out, like, <laughs> off in the distance. And and I'm like, oh, no, God, we're doing this for you. Like, please don't let this happen. Don't let our this event get ruined because of bad weather. And, and it gets closer and closer and it's getting darker and darker. And I'm just like, God, are you kidding me? Like, this is for you. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm.
1: Um, and it starts like going down the tree line, like right next to the field that we we're doing it in. And and I was actually in that moment. You, you, I think you saw it a little bit differently at the time, which was really a uh, perspective shift for me because all I saw was like, this was a mess. Like this is getting so close to the field. And then afterwards, you had mentioned to me, you're like, hey, but didn't you see it go down the street that's also on the other side of the Douglas Road, which is, like, on the other side of the field yeah, that we're yeah. in? And, and you were like, didn't you see it go down the other side? And I was like, no, I didn't. Like, what it had done, it, like, the, the weather, the rain had actually split and gone around the field that we were standing in, and we were able to have the event. And it was awesome then and the Lord was glorified. You know, and I thought, like, at the time, it, what I thought was I was standing in the middle of a mess, but I, what I realized was I was actually standing in the middle of a miracle. And and that 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 memory's always just been cemented in my mind. I loved that.
0: Well, there's no kidding. There's no, that, yeah, it was a miracle for sure. But you were also standing in a mess because it was mess fest. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah,
3: exactly.
0: It only got messier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and rain isn't necessarily bad, but, you know, at that event, but not when we had all the audio equipment out there and oh. stuff, right? Yeah.
1: We had built that stage for the concert outside and it would have been that would not have happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, um, what are some things that you're doing right now um just to how are you processing all of the things that are going on right now in your own life?
1: Well, I definitely um spending a lot more time with family these days is one thing for sure is we're trying to get our our family outside, you know, up here in Michigan. It's probably actually you know it's true in Chicago as well, but uh We still get a whole lot of sun, you know, and so we're trying to every sunny day get outside and just increase our vitamin D uh, intake and spend time with family and loved ones. And, you know, that's it's very encouraging for us. But I think personally for me is also having a priority of just more prayer and more Bible reading, because, you know, as things get crazier around us, um, it isn't going to be our own um, strength and and self-determination that holds us together. Uh, I think Colossians 117 says it well is like Christ is in all things, holding all things together. He's, he's the one right. He's the blue that holds us all together. And if I'm, if I'm disconnected from him, I, I think times like these will cause us to be very disoriented. And um, so just, you know, I think that's one thing for me is it's not that I'm like trying to be this better Christian or, whatever. it's like, I just, I need Jesus more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and the best way to to know him is through his self-revelation. Like we can only know God apart from we can't know God apart from his self self-revelation to us. And so for for me to constantly be just be saturated in in God and in his word and in his prayer and in worship for me I think has been has been very life-giving.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And I know as a youth pastor too, you're seeing a lot of things going on right now. What what gives you hope for the future? What are some things that you're seeing that really give you hope that you know what? when we come out of this, it's we're going to actually be better off, not worse off?
1: Yeah, for real. a um, couple things. The first thing is that I, I've seen our students a lot uh, be the church rather than just go to church, and that's mm-hmm. been so cool because like a lot of the ways that I'd previously led as a youth pastor or as an influencer or as a social uh connector in certain ways that are not possible right now and um so so our students are having to kind of I'm having to rely on the fact that like what God has said to them through me is still true <laughs> you know and, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like uh and it's and it's awesome because the reality is they're displaying a faith that um is is very deep and very rich um I see students um creating their own small group meetings beside me without me and whatever oh, yeah. They're doing Bible studies together, um, sharing their own testimony to other people together
3: oh, that's and, awesome.
1: and challenging each other to do the same for others. Um, you know, I have students who are like meeting together apart from me to create their own sermon series for when we all get back together and, um, just on zoom, uh, meetings and whatnot. And so it's, it's been really cool to see the faith of our students really, um, Really really display the depth that it's, it's at. Um, the second thing for me that I've seen, uh, and you said this earlier, but like uh, to look back to look forward or look back to go forward or something like that. And um, I look back on some of the ways that God has used our digital interactions with students to really lend themselves to fuller faith. Um, and I look back at a, at a message I, I received actually a couple days ago from a student. And she said, hey, Pastor Brandt, I saw your weekly challenge. And the, for context, what we do with our students is every week we give them a, a challenge or like a tangible way to put their faith into action that week. And so right, the right. challenge was send a message to somebody just to encourage them and say you're praying for them. That was the, the challenge. Yeah. So she said, hey, I saw your weekly challenge, and I pray to Jesus how thankful I am for you that one day I came across your youth ministry's Instagram I never leave the youth center without a smile on my face. And you're always such a positive person. I know you probably didn't mean to, for people to DM you, but I always thank God that I found that Instagram because you have brought me a lot closer to God the past three years. And, and I don't know if that's not me who brought her closer to God is God himself.
0: Absolutely. I look at yeah. that. And
1: I go, man, there is, you can't convince me that digital is fake. Um, hmm. Because it lends itself to real things, you know. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I, I go on, I go on Amazon.com, right, and I make an order, and it's a completely digital, and inter- I don't talk to a single human at all in that interaction. Yet, a couple days later, I get something very real on my front porch, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, digital
1: isn't not real. Um, and and I, and I think about t- uh, a message like that in times like these, and I go, man, like I'm so actually. So like, so excited for all of the digital stuff that's going to lend itself to real things after all of this is done um i i have a lot of hope for that
0: well yeah i mean there's so many things are getting created now because we have to and uh, it's going to be fun to see how god continues to use those things you know how many things are going to be made and created and used for god's glory in the midst of this stuff that not will not only get us through this time but are going to get us through times in the future as well so that's right well thanks brant i sure appreciate your interaction man and uh it's always been a pleasure uh to spend time with you and i really thank you for your comments here today yeah man thanks for having me it's a pleasure i love brant's challenge of reaching out and letting somebody know that you are praying for them and that you appreciate them um, that would be a great thing to do. Students, I challenge you to do that, too, after Brant's little talk. So uh, just let me know if you end up doing that. I'd love to hear how that goes for you. Well, now comes the part of the this episode where we're moving into current students. So I've heard from three uh, prior students or interns in our ministry, and now we're moving into some current students. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see, I think, how they're processing things and how they're looking to the future with hope. Well, first off here is a student named Audrey. She is uh, just a wonderful girl who is on our student leadership team. And let's check in with her. And Audrey, uh, tell us how you've been doing. I've been doing good. I've been keeping on top of my schoolwork, which is really
5: my main priority. i missing all my friends, really, but I've been doing good.
0: Yeah. So are you getting like A's and everything now or...
5: Uh for the most part,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. And uh are you probably hanging out with your friends a lot on what I mean what so what what kind of app do you use to talk to your friends mostly now?
5: Well, for people who have apples, I use usually FaceTime. Yeah. But like I also am using Zoom, uh Cisco WebEx and House Party.
0: Oh wow, okay. <laughs> you got the full gamut. Well then that's but, pre- yeah. that's pretty much all of us nowadays, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, well, Audrey, one of the main questions I wanted to just ask you today is just what are some of the things that really stick out to you and you've really enjoyed about youth group over the years?
5: Um, well, I think my favorite memory from junior high is uh, youth versus wild. It was, I was 8th grade, so it was my last year in junior high, and we were sitting around the fire and we were doing confessions, and I had a burning <laughs> passion on my heart just to say that, like, I have been dealing with, like, not having a filter. So I would talk back a lot to my parents and to my friends and that was like a really big issue at the time. And thank yeah. God that I have overcome that now. So that was just like a big turning point in my junior high years.
0: Oh, praise the Lord for that. Well, that's good. And I think you had one a little bit more recently too, didn't you?
5: Yes, um the ark trip was really really good for me. It really opened my eyes and it just it showed me like all the little things on the ark and the creation that we took for granted. Like, yeah, we all know the story of Noah and his boat and the animals, but there's so much more detail to it. It just, it, it blows my mind, really.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that trip. It was really, it turned out to be a really special time for sure. Definitely. So what are you s- most looking forward to after this whole time is over with?
5: youth group starting back up again because i am an only child and a homeschooler so i don't really see anybody at all except, right like, in church <laughs> so like definitely looking forward to that starting back
0: up again yeah why not that's good that's good man i'm hoping so i'm hoping when people come back that they 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 really do appreciate the time that we have together do you think you'll appreciate it more after this whole experience or
6: definitely definitely
0: yeah well awesome well thank you audrey audrey's a great kid she's been around for oh man how long you've been coming to youth group audrey oh
5: uh, i think mine i think since i was like
0: four or five. Oh wow you've been in the church since you were like four or five and yeah, yeah that's been awesome and you know audrey's on our student leadership team and she just serves all the time so she you know come on out guys after we get started again and meet Audrey. She's a lot of fun to hang out with. So, thanks, Audrey. Uh, any parting words before we let you go?
5: Um, um, just make sure no one's feeling lonely in this time. I know it's hard because like no one sees each other. So like maybe call up a friend today, or just see how they're doing. See how they see how they're holding up during this whole epidemic.
0: Yeah, good advice. Good advice. All right. Well, thank God. thanks, Audrey. I really appreciate it, and we'll be seeing you soon. I hope. Yep, for sure. All right. Bye bye. Well, that was some great advice from Audrey. And uh, coming up next, we have Nathaniel Rohr. Now, Nathaniel is definitely an old soul. He's been working on our tech stuff since, well, since I think he was a freshman in high school. He's uh, graduated just this year, actually, graduated in December, uh, a semester early. And he's come on staff and been helping me and just in time for all the COVID 19 stuff. I would be in trouble without him to be sure. So he's a very interesting guy. Let's check in with him now. Nathaniel, I got a couple questions though for you. Sure. Um, my first question is this is what is your favorite memory when it comes to youth group?
2: Favorite. Um, I would have to say, I've loved the youth group there. Um, probably was when I first started attending uh the, the youth group and it was uh for youth versus wild. I had just graduated eighth grade. Um and so I was in that transition year. I, I I didn't come to the church until uh summer of seventh grade, so I was relatively new and I didn't know that many people.
3: But yeah.
2: um so we were at Youth versus Wild. Now something you should know about me, just a little bit of a, a background set make this story make sense is that i don't like water i i'll, I'll do pools at <laughs> hotels and that's about it yeah I, I i'm not one for water um i don't like lakes i don't like swimming and it's not not my thing so um we're at youth versus wild and this is my first view there and i signed up for everything and it was great and then oh we're gonna go whitewater rafting
0: <laughs> yeah
2: i'm like okay and i knew we were gonna go whitewater rafting and i like I was real nervous about it but I was like I mean it's not like I'm going to die if I fall out life jacket they're trained this is what they do so I was okay with that but the thing is before um we we get to the rapids there's about like a half mile stretch of calm water that we're paddling and during that time which I was unaware um all of the the boats we got like 8 or 10 people on a boat maybe uh Took like sixty kids. There's six to eight boats spread out between the youth leaders and the kids and everything. And we do these like raft wars.
0: Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite parts.
2: So I'm sitting here, (laughs) (laughs) and and you are, yeah. I'm I'm glad you like it, but so this is this is my first (laughs) year there. I'm still I'm still kind of new. I'm terrified of water, and so we get paddling, and then all of a sudden I see. see people start like splashing people and like okay splash and then and someone <laughs> rammed their boat and I'm like, Okay, we're boats and then all of a sudden I see I don't know how many of you guys know Austin Shaw. He's this uh, so he was a, a junior or senior at the time. Um I, I knew him but like I didn't know him. We never talked. I just knew who he was and so he is on the same boat as Pastor Matt and they both ram into the side of our boat and I just see two giant people just <laughs> over the side of the boat, Yeah, I'm terrified, I'm in the back, and they're just chucking people, grabbing people's life vests and just chucking them over the boat, and I'm like, wow, I, 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 I have no
0: idea what I'm going to do, but I, 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 I took swimming lessons learned to swim, swimming, boy, six, <laughs> six months to a year, but um, I,
2: I that was a while ago, it was like fourth grade, I couldn't swim, it, it was awful,
0: you had a life jacket on,
2: well, I'm aware of that, but I, like I said, I, I'm not one for water, and I, I couldn't yeah. swim, so so I get off This sounds
0: control. terrifying. When does it turn good? I'll
2: get there. I get okay. off okay. control, and he's grabbing me by the life jacket, and he's just, like, ripping me off. I'm holding on for, like, I like am petrified at this point, <laughs> and he's just, um... He's throwing me around, and I'm just holding that. And he can't. And I, I was pretty proud of myself. I didn't get thrown off. Uh, after that, the second time faster mike came around, I, I intentionally slipped off the side of the boat before he jumped on, um, just to save myself from. That's smart. That's smart. Water. Yeah. I, I then floated away from the group and couldn't swim back, even with a life jacket on. And they had to paddle the boat out to get me because I couldn't swim. Um, <laughs> but I, I was just petrified. But that was, that was my first like, real. Uh, interaction with, with, like, people in the youth group, because that was the first trip that I had gone on, um, and it was, it was a lot of fun, and that really just opened my eyes, uh, to the trip. The rest of the trip was great, one of the best trips that I've ever been on, um, and just all the Youth versus Wilds have been great, but that, that story specifically is one of my favorites, um, and it, it sounds terrifying, but after that, Austin and I, uh, you know, I talk a lot, um. Just throughout the rest of the time that I was in the youth group and he was there, we we talk and I know he worked for ours for a little bit and
0: yeah, um,
2: it, it was just it was a lot of fun. Like looking back on it, I think it's hilarious. Um, oh, absolutely. But,
0: yeah. But, um,
2: <laughs> in the moment, it was not not my favorite experience, but I'm I was glad that uh, we just have this this great atmosphere of the youth group and we we can mess around. We are able to go on these trips every year.
0: Amen, that's awesome, well, yeah, I appreciate that and uh what what are how are you dealing with things now? I mean, obviously we're keeping you pretty busy at the church working on a lot of tech stuff, but how are you kind of of handling you know this this crisis that we're in now as a country?
2: Well, I do have to say, I'm very thankful um just attributing the fact that I was able to knock out all my schoolwork in three and a half years and be able to graduate early and that I don't have to worry about online schooling or trying to make up grades or anything like that I'm done and I have a full um everything's taken care of I have all my rec- credits that I needed to graduate so i'm I'm very glad about that um yeah. And so i the right now um like you said I'm working uh for church I'm doing some uh website stuff I'm doing the filming and staying busy I got a nice little Home office set up here in my room with my laptop. So I'm actually going to be heading out this evening to go buy a new laptop. Hopefully. Oh
0: wow! Uh, cool.
2: Which is, which is good because a lot like rec- employment, unemployment is like record high. People filing for it. And I'm able to, uh, luckily, I was able to pick up a couple more hours working on the website and working for the kids ministry as well at Harvest. And so it was, it was really a blessing from God that.
0: Um, yeah, that I was, was awesome. I was how that worked that, out yeah
2: because it was a it was a tuesday afternoon and i heard rumors that all the, the part-time staff might be like getting uh cut just because we didn't know how our, our budget was going to work and then um so i i didn't know about that went home went to bed i woke up the next morning to a text saying how would you like double hours basically and um <laughs> it, it was a it was a great blessing and i'm very grateful to to uh be able to provide the support and be able to have the income during this time but Overall, I'm doing well. The rest of my family is homeschooled, so they're I, and I was homeschooled until fifth grade, so I'm used to being at home with them. Um, it's not necessarily the the one thing that I like prefer, but um, I, I we get along and <laughs> yeah. we have a great family atmosphere, and so for them, it's not that big of a difference. Um, just because they've been homeschooled their whole life, they're here. Um, and my dad he's still working he works at a greenhouse um and so that's deemed a essential business okay, agriculture okay. And so yeah he's been so our family uh luckily has not been affected uh as bad as some other people have and so right now we're doing uh pretty well and i'm just looking forward to getting through uh all this and yeah. having it all blow over
0: one of the things that i'm seeing in kids too is that they that this has been actually kind of a good thing for them where they've been able to unplug a little bit from the world and some of them in fact a good amount of them I see actually are actually getting plugged into the word and actually growing in their faith during this time so that's given me hope you know for that when this is done that we could possibly even be in better shape than we were before we went into it so uh, I mean, that
2: one of my favorite things is that uh, the the first Sunday when the the stay-at-home order was enacted, um, the church as a body with a capital C actually crashed the internet for a couple of minutes yep. because of all the people <laughs> that were live streaming and watching the live streams and all the the data traffic that was happening that Sunday just from churches. Yeah, uh, and that was that was very encouraging to see that all these people working together. I'm I'm in lots of groups on Facebook. There's constant communication. Out- this. what do you think of this, what's, like, some ways to make our, our livestream better. And it's great to see the, the Body of Christ working together to be able to provide online resources and online church services and stuff like this, like the podcast, while we're, we're stuck at home. And unfortunately, I doubt a lot of people will be able to meet together for Easter, but I've already seen tons of great ideas of people doing uh, just different, different ideas, different videos, different ways to, to continue to bring the Body of Christ together um digitally and that's that's yeah. something that really gave me hope just the fact that even though we're shut down and people can't go to church the one or two times a week that they do there's all these different uh companies and stuff that have offered uh, like free videos free devotionals stuff like that yeah. that are able to be accessed and um uh, we're Harvest is doing a good job of getting it on the website to be able to be publicly accessible and i think that's that's just really cool to see
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh the, the body of christ just working together as a unit to be able to pro- provide and minister to other people
0: well yeah this this show would not exist without COVID 19 It's the whole reason yeah, this exactly. started and many many other things that are going right now are, are getting going as a result of what we're going through and yeah so i think the lord's really using it and, I, you know, it's exciting to see what's going to continue on even after this is done. That was started now because we had to do something. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool how God works like that. All right. Well, thanks, Nathaniel. And, uh, hey, if you are a student and you're listening to this, we'd love for you to come to Youth Group uh nathaniel is our tech director and you could actually work for him doing all kinds of things Nathaniel, what are some of the things that you do with students right now that you could use help with
2: well yeah it's a great point to mention um we do like right now obviously uh everything's online but uh when we're normally meeting uh we we do all our own stuff so we have the um the lyrics the the sound lights all that and i know a year ago actually we completely redid our entire sound lighting system all of our tech we did the booth and everything and um most of the people that um i work with are also seniors and they're going to be leaving for college in a little bit um i'm going to be sticking around so yeah anyone who's interested in helping definitely because we we got a couple people but it's hard if you have the same person every week i mean i used when i was a a freshman, I'd have my parents driving me there two, three, four times a week just for rehearsal and everything, so we can always use people for rehearsals, and, I mean, it's it's really a fun atmosphere once you get comfortable with it, and it's uh, a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we'll probably continue doing some certain things, like, uh, even the, we're obviously doing digital youth group now, um, but I can see us, you know, videotaping youth group and whatnot from now on, and, you know, and even putting that online just because we can, you know, and stuff like that, so... Um, so anyways, lots of little bit, I think if anything, there'll just be more opportunities to serve in that area as we go forward. So, all right. Well, thanks Nathaniel. I sure appreciate it. And we will see you soon, but thanks for being on the show, man. Of course, anytime. All right. Bye-bye. Well, as you can hear, Nathaniel is a huge part of our ministry at ignite student ministries. And, um, we'd love for you to come work with them. If you, if you're a student and you'd like to volunteer in uh, technical things uh he is the guy to talk to and you know you'll have to meet him if you come around well guys last but not least we have lizzie with us and lizzie is such a sweet girl she actually grew up in this church and then moved to texas for a while and now has moved back and uh, it's been a real joy to have her in the group and you're gonna hear her you'll hear just what just how much fun it is to hang out with this girl so check it out I'm with Lizzie Taylor and uh today and hi. Hi, hi Lizzie, how you doing? Good, how are you? And if you guys know Lizzie, you know she is just one of the biggest sweethearts. She's always smiling. She's got a smile as big as Texas. And uh <laughs> <laughs> and and uh she is always just a joy to be around. So um Lizzie, I'm gonna be asking you a couple questions. Um right. one of those questions is is just so, what are you doing right now just to get through this time?
6: Yeah, I've been spending a lot of family time. It's been awesome because I kind of didn't realize that we haven't been spending a lot of time together lately. So, it's been great to just hang out and play games. And I've been FaceTiming a lot of my friends for sure. And right. Just playing my guitar, staying in bed a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were sharing with me that, you know, you have a little bit. Like school is a little more under control because you kind of know what you're doing now, actually.
6: Yeah. Yeah. We just had a schedule come out. So we have set times for our classes now, which is just um, a relief to me because now I feel like everything is under control and I will actually be able to learn during this time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's good. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. good. Um, So, Lizzie, what are some of your favorite, you know, just kind of what we wanted to do or what I'm hoping to do through this podcast is just kind of look back and and remember some of the good things that god did some of the fun things you know all that kind of stuff so what are some of your memories of youth group i know you haven't been around for a long time but long enough that you have some memories i think so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
6: i have so many but one of the first ones that came to my head when i was thinking about this question was on the Ark trip to creamer uh, was in in the hotel room that i was staying in and i remember she stayed up till 4am we and a bunch of other girls and just talked to us for a long time and uh we laughed and talked about relationships and all the different things going on in our life and um uh, we were all in our pajamas eating snacks and that's just one of my favorite memories just yeah all being together and
0: <laughs> yeah she's a pretty great later leader she's
6: awesome.
0: I, and yeah. uh that's that sounds like a great memory <laughs> yeah uh,
6: um, i have so many others too um I think of Youth vs. Wild a lot. That was a great time for me. I remember the girls and I that were staying in my tent. Uh, we heard the ice cream truck inside so <laughs> our tent uh, in the rain. I didn't have shoes on, and we ran to go get ice cream. And then when we <laughs> came back to our tent, a tree had fallen over right next to our tent. So it was like God sent the ice cream truck to get us out. To save your lives. That's not a good
0: Maybe I'll have to edit that part out. I don't want parents hearing that, but <laughs> yeah, we almost died on first the... now to be clear though, the tree didn't fall on your tent, right? No, no, no.
6: It was just right next to it. <laughs> we were in yeah, no, we were fine. Yeah,
0: but the Lord the Lord saved you with the ice cream. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so... yeah, that's a fun time. Yeah, awesome. Any others at all or mm. um...
6: Wild, uh there was a leak in the back <laughs> and I just oh, remember yeah. like we were all hanging out and then water was dripping and I don't know why that was so funny
0: to me, but also oh, yeah. Tom
6: had Tom had the microphone making funny comments the whole time.
0: Was he I getting swear. drenched?
6: Yeah, I think that I think there were some complaints about <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. uh, the leak. Yeah, that air conditioner's been doing that ever since we got that bus. It just it like drips water on people who sit in the back row and I always tell people, "Look, like you know what it does, so don't sit back there." If you don't yeah, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. But... <laughs> Did you get wet at all from it or? I
6: didn't.
0: Nope. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> you were smart enough well, not to was... sit directly underneath it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, Lizzie, yeah. what what gives you what gives you hope for the future? I mean, what are you kind of hanging on to now? What are you looking forward to when all of this craziness is over and and life is a little bit more normal again? What's kind of helping you get through it?
6: I get super excited when I think about my friends again, able to hug everyone, laugh, worship together. So that's what's keeping me going. I love being around people, so I'm so excited for that day. where We just have a big reunion all together, and um, I've just been remembering that God is faithful all the time. Um, so I know that we will get through this and that um, there's hope. And so I'm just so excited to see what God is doing this during this time, too, for everyone. I know that my relationship with is being strengthened during this time, and I've seen that in some of my friends, too. So I think it's a yeah. blessing.
0: It is a blessing. I think a lot of teenagers—actually, I was just talking to one of the very first students that I ever um, was able to youth pastor, and um, he's actually became a youth pastor and uh he was telling me about the same thing just that how many students um are are um just really seems like they're reconnecting in their relationship with the lord during this time mm-hmm. and god is really using it to help um strengthen people's faith actually and so that is such an encouragement to me i'm ho- i'm praying and hoping that that's really happening for a lot of teenagers during this time and i'm i'm glad it's happening for you
6: yeah it's awesome. been awesome. And I have no excuses now to sit down. I gotta sit down and read my Bible and it's been awesome. I feel so much peace after I do that.
0: Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. All right. Well, Lizzie, it's always a joy to talk to you. Any parting words before we go or
6: Um, not really. No. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> well, I think of something cool to say if I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, hey, when this is all over, come and hang out with Lizzie. She's there all the time at youth group, and she would love to meet you and hang out with you and yes. talk with you and and uh, get to know you. So, um, so come on out and hang with Lizzie uh, once we're back in the swing of things. All right. Well, thanks, Lizzie. We'll we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you can see some of the richness that God has allowed me to be able to remember, to look at the, the people, the students that have been in, in my life that really, you know, are such massive blessings. And uh, I look back to these people. I look back to many other people, not, not just these, but I am so thankful for what God has done in the past and I am excited to see what God will do in the future and I want to encourage you to do the same look back look back at the people the the times the the situations where God has really blessed you and worked in your life and look to the future and know that it's not over he's going to continue to do it and um just because you may be facing a massive problem today doesn't mean There's not hope for the future. There's not hope for blessings in the future. I mean, maybe they're not exactly what you were looking for, but they are going to be the best things. And, you know, like you, like you just heard some of the best things in, in my life and my career have been the people that you just heard. So thank you so much. And I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. I hope you'll join us next week as we have something really special. I don't want to say too much yet, but, um, I definitely think you're going to want to tune in next week as well. And guys, normally this is probably going to come out now on Thursday or Friday, just because we're doing virtual youth group now. And, I uh, got a lot to do early in the week with that. So, but we plan on continuing on with the podcast. So be encouraged, look back and look forward with hope. Amen.